You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mike Golick. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Stugatz. <laughs> Around the corner. <laughs> uh, Bill, yeah. a big game last night. Yes, I went to you before I went to Mike Golick. Weird. Big game. I made a mistake, to be honest with you. Yeah, why wouldn't you anyway. go to Billy first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. <laughs> But a big game last night. You know what? F you, Billy. I'll go to Mike Golick first. Uh, big game last night, Mike, in the NFC West. Listen, you can say what you want about Kyle Shanahan, and I've said win a Super Bowl already. I'm tired of it, okay? But Kyle Shanahan has turned into one of the best coaches in the NFL, Mike. And think about this San Francisco season in which you have your starting quarterback go down out for the year. You have your backup go out. He might return. And now you're doing it with Brock Purdy. And San Francisco, and Chris Sims keeps telling us this every single week, top to bottom, is the most talented team in the NFL. And, Mike, I'm not certain he's wrong. And they might have the best coach in the NFL as well. Well, listen, I've been, I've been every game I've been doing uh, on Sunday nights for the last month, I've been saying the same thing when we start talking generally about what's going on. On, on, on Golik and Smeddy, I talk about it. I, I do. I think they're the deepest team especially on offense defense they're the best defense but they can be a little thin if they have some injuries but they're so deep on offense think about I I mean when they got Elijah Mitchell back and then Debo Samuel before he was hurt it was like it's like a candy store for the quarterback Mm -hmm. I mean and where you go with McCaffrey with Mitchell with Debo Ayuk is having a career year and then oh yeah there's this guy George Kittle as well (laughs) you can pick your poison 
right? I mean, your pre-snap read can basically tell you exactly where you want to go with the ball if your pre-snap read is right. And then a second after the snap, you know, when when the if the defense is disguising and they go to what they want, and you know, you know where you basically want to go with the ball. Now it doesn't work perfectly all the time, but it's a great offense. Kyle Shanahan runs a great offense. And Brock Purdy, who I covered at Iowa State, set like 32 records there, is a smart football player. So even though he was basically third string, you know, behind Trey and Garoppolo, he -hmm. studied, he put his time in, he knew the playbook because that's what you need to do at the professional level and always be ready for for what happened. The guy in front of you gets hurt and you have to go in. So he can digest this offense. It's an offense that's very quarterback friendly and they have deep talent. So yeah, I, I think I, you know, I I think Philly is could be the most balanced team. Sure. And but I think San Francisco, as far as talent and depth, it's it's those two are right there. I think it's those two battling it out uh, in and, the NFC. And Mike, they've done it. You know, there's been weeks where Kittle's not there. Last right. night, Debo's not there. Yep. Uh, it doesn't matter, and they're on the road against a decent Seattle team, and they just continue to win games. It's uh. It's fairly impressive, and I love Brock Purdy when he said, hey, you know, they asked him, was it embarrassing to be Mr. Irrelevant? He was like, embarrassing? I was drafted into the NFL. I don't care when they select me, and I didn't think I was the worst player in that draft. So you have to ask the teams why they didn't select me until the final pick of the draft. I thought I was a lot better than that, and he's looked a lot better than that. Oh, he definitely has. Yeah. But and everybody treats it different when they get drafted. That I mean, look what Tom Brady did. Tom Brady kept notes of every quarterback drafted in front of him and yeah. used that as motivation. Aaron Rodgers went in the first round and was still pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know, and Brock Purdy is like, Hey, yeah, I'm happy, man. I got drafted. I'm on an yeah. NFL team. At the end of the day, that's what you're striving for. Here's where I I'd like people to pull the reins because we live in the moment. And Brock Purdy, listen, he's doing a heck of a job. There, there make no mistake about that. But before this game, last week, after he had played basically a game and a half, I heard I heard former ball players saying, oh, they're better off with Brock Purdy than Jimmy Garoppolo. Knock and it, and it, it makes yeah. my head want to explode. Now, mm-hmm. Purdy is doing well, and he may grow to be an excellent quarterback, but let's, let's relax on the, oh, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo now. Garoppolo, for all, and we know everybody loves to throw darts at the guy, did help take a team to the Super Bowl, to the NFC Championship game. And, oh, by the way, after that one, just got pushed aside for the next quarterback to come in. So I I would say they're they're blessed with the quarterback talent that they have. And I said, we are so in the moment to say, oh, keep that guy. Even when Garoppolo comes back, keep Purdy in there. I mean, come on. Let's let's pull the reins on that. and But let's enjoy what they're doing right now because they're they're impressive. They clinched. Uh, So it was a great night for them. Mikey A knows in years past, Brock Purdy is a guy the Jets would sign to a $200 million contract. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he looked that good in a game and a half? Oh, my God. Give him a lifetime contract. Savior. <laughs> Happy damned. <laughs> so so annoying. Mike, that was a big loss. So Seattle losing was big for the Giants, big for the uh, – Uh, Big for the Commanders in terms of playoff positioning because, Mike, you might have all four teams from the NFC East make it to the playoffs, which is insane when you think about it. Yeah, oh, oh, it definitely is. And and it it certainly can happen. I mean, that last spot, you know, with with teams that are fighting for it, uh, like you said, like the Giants, um, that, that are right in the mix. We always see Tampa Bay down with the records of the people for the third, uh, the third, 
uh, uh, wild card spot. But we have to remember they're going to win the division. They're, yeah, they're going to host. They're going to host a playoff <laughs> game, which which seems crazy at this point. Right. But yeah, it's a battle both in the NFC and the AFC. And now you got the Giants and Washington playing on Sunday night. I know that's the games I usually do. I would would have been looking forward to that, but I'm going to do Cleveland uh, and Baltimore on Saturday. Uh, instead this week but that's the meaning of those games and you know we were wrong again last year we were wrong about the nfc or the uh, yeah the nfc west which we thought was going to be the best division in football it wasn't this year we thought it was going to be the afc west and it isn't it's the nfc east i mean they're they're playing some ball and kudos to washington for kind of you know the the giants came out of the gate strong we knew the philly and dallas was going to be good but the giants were like hey Oh, they're, they're like surprising us. And then it was Washington who wasn't doing so well. And they've kind of turned their season around with uh, with Heineke, you know, yeah. and it's, it's so it's Green been pretty. Yeah. And with everything going on with that team, the shit show that that team is, it's impressive that they're, you know, they're able to get it done on the field. Yeah. Uh, Billy, four teams, NFC East. I told you that tie was big. The Giants commander's tie was a big tie. I love ties, yep. Mike. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love looking at the calendar and seeing the little Zs and the little Es and all the little things next to the teams because you know the playoffs are right around the corner. People yep. have clinched. People have been eliminated. We don't know exactly what Cs they're going to be, but they're in. It's here, Mike. The playoffs are coming. I love it. It is. And the one thing we Mike, his think- excitement. Don't listen. Don't let don't let his excitement misguide. You okay? He's excited not for the playoffs. He's excited to be done with God bless football. Okay, no, 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 no. I love the playoffs. I'm excited about it. And this I'm week, guys, Saturday football is back. I like a good Saturday football game. You know, I, I, I do as Same. well. Yeah, I'm actually happy to be doing it because then my my weekend shorter. I actually get home on a Sunday instead of a mm-hmm. Monday. So you notice how uh, why I like it because it's good for me. You know, I don't yeah. care about it. <laughs> you know, how does it affect? As you should, yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I'm happy there are Saturday games. I mean, because we 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 we're bummed all year. Right after February, after the Super Bowl, we can't wait for football to come back. And if it finally comes back, freaking the college season is basically over. The NFL season is getting closer to playoffs. I mean, shit, we're rolling down that track again at a high rate of speed. Going, oh my god, pump the brakes, don't let it all end. I have a non-football related question for you, Mike, about this time of year. Are you excited for the first time, and I'm assuming a long time, because now you're a grandfather, Santa Claus is back. Oh, wow. Listen, Bill, Santa Claus has never left me. I know, uh, but... But, <laughs> but yes, I mean, there is, to, on, on a serious note, now, Jackson, my, my grandson, will be six months old, so he still won't be completely aware of things, but... There is nothing like a Mikey A. You're right in the wheelhouse. There is nothing like a young kid on Christmas looking at the presents under a tree and, and, you know, that Santa delivered and just seeing the pure smile on their face, you know, as opposed to all of us adults who commercialize it and roll our eyes and all that Mm. kind of shit. I mean, there's nothing like it. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I can't wait to uh, at some point uh, over the next few years dress up like Santa. You know, oh. give myself a nice fat gut and, uh, and, yeah. and really enjoy that. Santa. The only problem is, the only problem is I'll, probably, I'll probably get hammered. You know, yeah, that probably well, won't be yeah. a great bad look. Santa. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bad. exactly. I can't wait for the grandkids to rip open their presents. <laughs> Grandpa Mike got him pork grimes. I mean, well, you know, they, you know, they, they have to experience everything, right? 
or rip open their present and then play with the box, right? And not the not the toy inside. Kids love boxes. It's very they strange. Do. Isn't it stunning? It's hilarious. Yeah. But we love it. We we absolutely love it. So so I dig it. I get to do a game on Christmas again out in Arizona. So that's that's always you know fun to do because it's right there. But uh, you know it it's it's winding down. But I do like when they start playing on different days. I I, I am a fan of that. Just gives us more football. And also bowl games get started now as well. Uh, yeah, bowl, bowl season. season. Yeah. yeah, you're going to the one in Gainesville, right? Uh, uh, it's in it's in um, Jacksonville. Uh, the, the Gator Bowl. What is it, Mike? It's the the Gator Bowl. It's Notre Dame against South Carolina. We're going. Uh, we're going. Actually, we're meeting as my name drop. Our buddy Darius Rucker down there, who is a oh, South Carolina grad, obviously. Yeah, pardon us. The guy uh, we tried yeah. to get on a bunch of times. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, we still remember if Miami gets in and they're in a playoff run, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna gonna get him. Get him yeah. in. He's a cock, huh? Hey, well, that's I mean, not nice. What, 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 what happened? <laughs> I mean, that's what he is. Well, I mean, when when you're when you're the game cocks, you just open yourself up. Yeah, I know. I know the the ten year old never left. But I mean, when when you're the game cocks, I mean, it's it's a layup, right? To, to have guess? some fun with it. Was trying to take a like a, a little jab at you and, and dropping in an inside joke that no one would understand but us and ask you about pork rinds because I just we wanted gonna... to get you to pork rinds, Billy. You, you wanted Billy to remember that. Yeah. No, I, I remember it. So earlier this week we were going to record, but you had obligations to a I pork did. rind company, um, and you could mention them if you'd like. We're just kind of wondering what like how a plug for pork rind goes so like when you go around and you do the hits and you're like i'm michael like on behalf of pork rinds what is it like the talking points you got to hit so so it's actually it's actually a cool thing now pork rinds you know uh, I, I like them some people like them you know i mean people people enjoy them obviously they're a very successful company it's small southern small batch is, is they who, who who distribute the pork rinds they they've uh partnered up with gridiron greats which I'm on the board of the the, the uh, thing that Mike Ditka helped start, where we give assistance to former players, like I mean, way before me, pl- who played, who don't have a lot of, you know, they don't have the things the players of today had, the money, the resources. So these guys struggle at times with, you know, doctor's appointments, getting their dentist appointments, mortgage sometimes. So the Gritter and Greats Assistance Fund, we help with that. And we help players who need a little bit of help. I, I always I always compare it to when you get knocked down in the field, somebody reaches their hand down to help you up. I've been helped up many a times. I've helped up teammates. That's kind of what Gridiron Greats does. And and um, Southern Small Batch has jumped in on this. So they have a contest to win $5,000, pork rinds for a year. And the money. some of the money of that goes to Gridiron Greats to, to help some of the former players. So... So while I, I get you guys, you know, snickering at it and stuff, I I, I understand. Whoa. I like I, it. I, oh, I understand. But we're I, not snickering I, at it. We just love that you've arrived in a place is. in your life where you're getting paid a lot of money just to talk about food. But, talk well, about listen, food, eat food, drink beer. That's all you do. I it's, mean, it's it's yeah. the beauty, the beauty yeah. of this of of letting everybody know that you're a foodie, eating food on air. Listen. I had to put my work in, Stu. Mm-hmm. I had to eat you on did. air for decades, right? Yep. I had to stuff donuts and in my did. mouth, cookies in my mouth. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, I did yeah Mike, that. you're misunderstanding. We're happy for We're you. We're jealous. You've earned this. We're jealous. We oh, want to no. do I, it. Right? I, I And I appreciate that. Now I stuff pork rinds in my mouth. I stuff me and Mike, stu- Gojo stuffed chilies in our mouth. I mean, we just, we have a ball. It, it's great. Hey, wait, you want us to eat and talk about that and you'll give us some money for it? Cool. <laughs> I, I, hopefully I arrive there when I'm your age. Yeah, there you go. Just 
Just stuff your face all the time. By the way, happy birthday. It was the big yeah. 6-0. How are you feeling? The big 6-0. Let me tell you, when you get to the point where each candle counts as 10 because you can't put that amount of candles on a cake. <laughs> right. or each candle's fire. a decade. But yeah, exactly. So there were six <laughs> candles on the cake. Could you imagine 60 candles? 30 would be melted all the way down if you actually tried to light 60 of them. So, you know, it, it's fine. You know, we, we don't really celebrate birthdays a whole lot. You know, but as they say, you know, you're happy to be on this side of the earth and the other side, you know, so I guess I'm happy, happy about it. I feel good, but 60 still kind of a, you know, not, 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 I, I'm not a covert ecstatic about the number. Uh, listen, you, uh, you look great and, uh, you certainly don't act 60, which is, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope I never act 60. Uh, Mike quickly, I want to ask you just about one game this week, uh, Saturday night Dolphins yep. bills. What are yep. your, I think our audience would be interested in your thoughts on the Dolphins on their chances of winning that game because Billy's already chalked it up as a loss. It feels like Dolphin fans are chalking this game up as a loss. You know, listen, Buffalo's a little bit off. Josh Allen's a little bit injured. Yep. Uh, the Jets, you know, gave him a game there. The Vikings beat him there. Uh, the Browns played him in Detroit, so that doesn't really count. I, I'm not going to be shocked if the Dolphins go up there and win this game. I know the odds are against them, but I'm not going to be shocked if the Dolphins win the game. So, I, I wouldn't be either. I, it's not like I'd come on the, the, the show next week and say, oh, my God, it's the biggest upset of all time. I don't think they're going to win. They already beat him in Miami earlier in the season. So sweeping them and then only being one game back would put them in a really nice position. That's for sure. If they were able to do that, then they're one game away from, from trying to win that division. But, you know, I did their game last week at SoFi against the Chargers. And in doing that, so you watch the previous games, I watched I, I watched live the 49ers game and then watched it on tape as well. They have not looked good the last two weeks. No. Tua has not looked good the last Terrible. two weeks. Yeah. And certainly give the 49ers and the Chargers credit for their play, but Tua, what a year he's been having in this offense, you know, is just not clicking against the 49ers. It looked like he was having some happy feet in the pocket against uh, the Chargers. He was just off on some of his throws. And it's not all on him, certainly. You know, their running game didn't really get going. They didn't use it a lot in San Francisco. So they're a little bit discombobulated right now. So we got to see if they can bring it back. And to go bring it back in, you know, six inches of snow and cold weather, I I think that's going to be a tough ask for them. I I, I think they're going to – well, again, I'm with you. I wouldn't be totally stunned. I don't think it's going to happen in Buffalo. All right, uh, Mike, uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, enjoy whatever you're doing in Notre Dame, which I assume is being paid to eat and talk and no, drink and all No, not, not being paid. Mike and I are hosting the Notre Dame football banquet. We're well, doing very it. Very nice uh, of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm just going to drive to Cleveland and do the do the game on Saturday against Baltimore. So, right. fun weekend. And home by Sunday. Look there you go. It's Oof, a beautiful nice, thing. Nice little weekend for you. Uh-huh. All right, God bless football, Michael. Look, happy birthday to you, sir. God bless football, Mikey A. God bless football, Billy Gill. Hey, God bless football, Sugats. Thank you, Bill. Bill, do we have a DraftKings game to uh, to promote? We do. Same place as always. Go to dkng.co slash lebitard. $3 buy-in. You could win a ton of money. Compete against us in fantasy. Sugats, how'd you do last week? I got paid last week. I actually finished like 60-something. It was pretty impressive for me because I'm usually in like 800s. What do you get paid I- when you finish 60-something? Uh, I think bucks. I got like $6 or $8 or something like that because they pay out like... 200 plus people right so the okay. higher the higher up you get uh, the more money you win and then oh sure you know, sure 
My goal is just to get my money back every week, and I'm always very far off from that. Yeah. Yeah, In fact, two weeks ago, I reserved my spot in our tournament, and then I forgot. I I was trying to upload my roster, and then they locked because of the game, so I just gave away $3. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that tick you off? It did upset me, but then I thought, you know what? These $3 are going to our fans, so I was very happy. You are so full of shit. I am. He really is. Wow. Wow. (laughs) He really is. Oh, my God. That was awful. (laughs) Let's go to our friend. I feel like we can call him a friend after a few weeks. Let's go to Austin Eckler running back for the L.A. Chargers. We have a very upset Billy Gill because uh, Austin Eckler... You beat his Miami Dolphins, yeah. and you scored a touchdown. You played well. You were all fired up, man. You were mm-hmm. really jacked up for that game. Billy right. Gill is very upset with you for beating his Miami Dolphins. I mean, you want to, Billy, go ahead. Not upset, more like disappointed. You know what I mean? Like when your parents know that you did something that like they wish you wouldn't have done. It's kind of like that. It's like, do we, I mean, come on, Austin. We had to, you know. Well, look, Billy, they were trying to beat me. They were yeah. trying to beat my team. You can't just roll over. I can't let them do that to us. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm going to do everything in my power not to let that happen. I know, but you made Tua look so bad, too, on top of everything else. You know what I mean? It would have been a close one, and Tua didn't look so bad. It would have been a different story. Right. Yeah. What He's coming off an injury, too, right? Sure. Yeah. That's not that. Yeah. Who, Tua? Coming off an injury. You know, the boys shut down. You know, Ty- Tyreek, for the most part, anyway, off of, you know, a couple fluke plays other than that, you know, it was... It was that was a designed fumble that he recovered and then right. ran like... A Listen, fumble Mike McDaniel is next level, okay? Mm-hmm. He went to Yale. He's a next level coach. He said, listen, let's let's fumble the ball in a fumble pile and have it squirt out the other side and mm-hmm. Tariq Hill will be there to scoop it up. Mm-hmm. It's a plan there play. It is. Yeah. Big brain. Yeah. 500 IQ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you guys seem super jacked up for that game, Austin. Like, I know it was a big game for you. You had to win it, and you guys did win it. Uh, but it seemed like Justin Herbert in particular, who gets oddly criticized because he's not a rah-rah guy and everything comes so easy to uh, to him. But he seemed really jacked up. Was, that, was there something in there with him, with him and Tua being in the same draft class? Was there something to it or just a big game for you guys? Uh, it- you know, that might have been a little bit of it, but uh, Coach Staley also gave us an emphasis. He's like, I w- he showed the day before, he showed a bunch of clips of all of our offensive skill players and defensive guys making big plays and, and getting excited and feeling that energy. He's like, this is what I want to see tomorrow. Like, I want to see and I want to feel that. And I think we were able to do that, right? It obviously takes playing well to to really get it started and keep it going. Um, but we were able to get sustain this this level of energy. And when you sustain that, it's it's contagious through the sideline, contagious through the crowd. Um, and then I think that that just has a trickle down effect to the rest of your team. So that's you know a contributor to Justin, you know, being juiced as well yesterday or the other uh, day. What do you make of that? Like it's an odd it's an odd thing to criticize a quarterback for being laid back, not rah rah. Things come easy to him. What do you make of that criticism of Justin Herbert? Yeah, I mean, we all are the way we are, you know, and yeah. there's unique things about each each of us that make us, you know, who we are as a person. And Justin obviously has the physical part of being a quarterback down um, as far as, you know, be able to move in the park, pocket, throw on the run, throw in the pocket, run when he needs to. You know, he's, he's really starting to learn the offense of having, you know, the same offensive coordinator back to back years now. Um, and having the same offense, but really where I've seen him start to grow is in that leadership role because really he can't, he's only in year three, right? right. Year yeah. three. I remember my year three, I just started to figure out how the NFL worked. I started to get comfortable with the guys. 
Um, and it really, I didn't really take a leadership role until like year five, like last year was my first year being a captain. Um, and so it takes time. Guys don't just come in and like all of a sudden they're, you know, this, you know, you know, highly, you know, motivated leader in the locker room. Like we see these guys that have been around for 10, 12, you know, years, eight years. And we're like, oh, we see them. But you got to remember, these guys were rookies too at one point. And they grew into that role. So he's he's going down that path right now. What changed for you? Like in terms of mentality and the way you needed to act and uh, act around the team and your teammates, what changed once you became captain? What kind of changed in that regard? I think after year five, I was just – older than most of the guys right <laughs> like, you're five austin think about that you're five i'm one of the old guys now and so people are looking to me like hey what do we do how do we do stuff like what's the mentality what's the intensity how do we respond what's going on in the meeting meeting rooms like so it's like you kind of get you you get forced into this role because you got guys coming in and you're showing them the ropes and so they you know naturally think of you as one of their leaders because they're asking you questions about this how about off season how about this what you know what's your training regimen so um over time like i said like you get put into that that scenario for me i'm always been more of a lead by example type of guy i'm gonna show up i'm not gonna complain i'm gonna work as hard as i can um but you know i have to be more vocal when younger guys are continuing to come into our locker room is herbert vocal is he a vocal leader or lead by example guy uh, I would say more so last year and the year before his rookie year and his second year definitely by example just come in and but he's he's been speaking up a lot more um, as far as what he what he wants um, from his receivers and then just the mentality going out like every time on the sideline he'll he'll dab us all up like hey guys let's get ready bring in the energy making sure we're locked in making sure we're ready to go execute what's up he's, he seems like a pretty quiet guy I mean it, it may just be us obviously because we don't know him. But when that whole thing that like Emmanuel Acha would bring up where he was calling him a social media quarterback, right? And then they'd put out kind of clips of him like avoiding people who are mic'd up, avoiding interviews, avoiding kind of like the spotlight. Is he just a quiet dude or does he just not like doing media and stuff like he that? He doesn't like doing media at all. Mm. He doesn't want he doesn't want to mess with the media. He doesn't care really about any media. Um you know, same with Philip, man. Back when Philip was here, Philip didn't do any he didn't do any endorsements, anything like that. Right. Um I think he did an endorsement for his church um back back home in Alabama. I think that was like it. Um or maybe some early in his career, but when I met him, he didn't like he did he did the a couple meetings here and there that he had to the production and then the podium and that was pretty much it. So he's not he's not like a, a quiet shy person. He just doesn't like no. the media. No, like he, when he's around us, like he's chill, chat, like hang out, shoot the shit with the boys. You know. Yeah. Austin, put us uh put us in the huddle there because at the end of the first half and and you're great at this. Like you're really great at like putting us in the game and what you're thinking during the game and after the game. So it's fourth and one. I believe it's the final play of the first half. Your coach, because he goes for it on fourth down every single time, essentially, uh, he goes for it there, and he was right to go for it there. But put us in the huddle when you realize, hey, coach is putting the ball in my hands. Like, what are you thinking there in that spot? Because I'm sure you're jacked up, right? Yeah, you know, I think I've been thinking more about it after the math, but during the moment, um, the, the play before it was like third and 19, um, or third and goal from the 19 yard line. So yeah. we're way out there. Throw a little right. screen to me. I get tackled at the one yard line and I go, I go over to coach. I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure. Cause he ran down and he didn't know. I was like, I'm short by about this much. Um, and he's looking and I'm kind of in this limbo. Uh, I think there was a, like a timeout called or something like that. And so I go back out on the field cause the offensive line standing out there. I'm like, okay, I guess we're going for it. Um, and then I hear the play call 
And yep, sure enough, we're running it to me, you know, off tackle to the left. And, you know, at the, in the moment, you really are so hyper-focused on the play and on the intensity of being fourth and one. And this is a make or break play for us to go up two scores going into half. You really kind of just are oblivious to anything like the crowd noise. I can't hear any of that. I'm just focused on Justin. I can't really hear anything, but I'm just focused on the ball. When that snap, boom, I'm going through my mechanics, running as hard as I can, trying not to get denied. Um, And it, it really takes you to a different place when you're in the game and like, there's all this crowd, all this noise, but you really are just like, I can see myself, my eyes are probably just like wide, you know, I'm just like hyper-focused, you know, I probably look like, a, a, like I just saw a ghost as far as how locked in I was. Yet you're trying not to give it away that you're getting the football, right? Yeah, I'm just, just locked in, like, let's go, man. Snap the ball, let's go, man, give me the ball, I want to get in. Right, but but looking back on that, you know, yeah. like I said, I said, I've been thinking about it a little bit more, and I think that's that's been something I've had to build up to um, is just, you know, the offense and, you know, offensive coordinator and coach daily trust in me with the ball in my hands, you know, on the, on fourth and one, we could easily throw on that ball, but we decided to run the run a, a running play on the, on the one yard line. And so um, I think that's just been, you know, part of my journey is instilling trust in this offense and in my, in my coaches and players uh, and my teammates. And so um, I was definitely honored to, to have that load uh, put on me to put it in there. You're amazingly self-aware. You're self-critical. Uh, how'd you evaluate your performance after that game? Were you happy with it? Was I happy with my performance? Yeah. Um, I would say I'm, I'm. If there's a line, I'm right on the line in the middle. Uh, right. It was. It was all right. It was all right. Um, I think in the in the passing game for the opportunities that I had, you know, I did well. I would like to have got that one that I got down to the third yard line, get it in the end zone so we don't have to do a fourth and one. <laughs> um, and then just we're trying to figure out this run game, man. That's really been where we've been struggling. Maybe it's just not our identity, but it's still frustrating um, as a running back where, you know, we're trying to have some type of run run game, but it's, it's just not been one of our strong suits. Um, and so it's a thing that we have to adjust to. So it means I'm going to catch a lot more balls um, than anticipated, but that's that's the way the NFL goes. You have to go with what's working. Chargers look a little different when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are healthy, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a reason those guys each get paid twenty million a year. Yeah, I'm just, Mike you Williams, Mike Williams. Am I? Is he the best athlete on the team? Like it's crazy. How as good far he as is. playmaking ability, I would yeah. say yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, right. as far as being six four, can run. He's gonna catch everything around him. You know, you saw the the two the two tap um, in the back of the end zone. His Crazy. amazing down the field catches. That's what he's yeah. always done. Right. Um, and it, that beats up his body too. We're after like Mike, man. You know, you don't have to go flinging your body everywhere to catch all these balls. Sometimes <laughs> you can stay on your feet. Um, but he comes down with everything around him. That little out pattern that Keenan Allen ran late in the game, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Look at the oh face you just made. I've oh never, it's it's the greatest seven yard out I've ever seen in my entire life. And Keenan yeah. agreed because he turned around and pointed at Justin Herbert. Like, do you guys yeah. sit there and marvel at that throw? It was incredible. Yes. 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 So to paint the picture, basically Keenan's like pretty much covered, right? right. The guy's like right on top of him, but yeah. Justin somehow throws this ball just over the shoulder of the defender as they're running full speed to the sideline on a third and seven for a first down right in front of our bench. I was mic'd up. I, I just said, I probably said, oh my God, like seven times. I was like, oh my God, like that just happened. Um, yeah. And so there was a couple times where Keeney made some incredible plays and Justin put it on him, right? Justin's a guy who's he's always going to give you a chance, man. I feel like that's what 
he's been the best at as far as giving you a chance. Your playmaker is going to have to go make the plays, but he's going to put the ball in a spot where you can have a chance to make the play. When you're mic'd up, do you have to tell all the teammates you're mic'd up so they don't say anything? I actually forgot. You I'm mic'd up. Which I, think <laughs> you better. I think it's better. Look, our social, our social, our media team, they're not going to put anything that's detrimental, so they're going to get the best authentic Austin now. <laughs> right, right. And you want, and you want because you're, <laughs> you're a media guy, you're in the content business, yeah. you want the most authentic from your teammates, I'm assuming, so that's, you didn't exactly. tell them on purpose. Exactly. No? Well, right. no, I didn't, it's not that I didn't tell them on purpose, like, literally I forgot, but then at, yeah. at some point, like, I'm like, ah, there's nothing that they put on there, and my teammates, we're pretty, we're pretty honest with ourselves, so right. if we Don't didn't say anything, you. Yeah. you know, it is actually us, you know, meaning that. Your defense stepped up, man. Yeah, man. The defense. So here's what I'm so proud of is is really just our entire you know coaching staff and the defense together because we put a game plan in and we had coach um, coach talking about you know hey we're gonna put pressure on these on the receivers early at the line we're gonna slow them down and then you know disrupt their timing and we were able to do that and you know there was one particular play where Tyreek goes in motion. And it's like he's going to run as fast as he can, and all of a sudden he's going to turn that corner. And he's going to look like he's going up the field, and he's going to turn the corner again and then come back yeah. in. And right. they exactly ran that same play. And I distinctly remember uh, whoever was guarding him inside, playing inside. Tariq came inside. Our guy was just sitting inside leverage, and they they tried to throw it to him, but it was just not there. And I was like, that, that's some good coaching and execution coming to play right there. So shout out to our coaches, man. <laughs> Look how excited you get, man. I love yeah, that. Yeah, heck yeah. It's, sick. <laughs> it's so great. Collinsworth was saying during the telecast that you're such a great leader that you could be the CEO of any company. Wow. Um, is that something he did, right? Mikey, you saw that. Uh, is that something you like? Is that something you aspire to be, like a CEO of a major company one day or no? Uh, as far as right now in my career, you know, I'm 27, so I'm trying to build my own things, right? I'm building my app experience. Um, I'm building up my foundation, building up my real estate portfolio with my real estate funds. And so really, I'd love to be the CEO of my own projects and continue to build <sighs> Um, but if, you know, I do start to get older and maybe those don't, you know, you know, come out to the way I would like them to, then yeah, I think I could transition to myself in some type of management role in some type of major company for sure. What do you think you'd be least qualified to be the CEO of? Least qualified yeah. to be the CEO of? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, wow. Um like a bakery or something, something small, you know. That seems small like I for him, though, Billy. I would it's, rock. It's beneath him. I feel like I'd rock a bakery. Like, I could rock get that place hopping as yeah. far as production, efficiency, and good work environment. Like, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, I see you like a hipster donut shop, maybe, but not like a bakery. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe that. Okay, maybe so, like, yeah, because something that doesn't align with me, like desserts, like supplement companies. Like, mm. I, I, ain't, I ain't, no, I can't, I can't be pushing products that I'm not, you know, an advocate of. <laughs> Hmm. You're a team owner for fan-controlled football. So yes, how does yeah. that work out? Because Stugatz and I have been looking into this. And yeah. one, he wants to be a part owner of your team. He's going to ask you about that. You're trying to come two, on? We have yeah. lots of ideas. And I, I have a good idea that I want to pitch you right from the beginning. Because my understanding is each team has someone that's, uh, you know, that they control, right? That, that they, they're they on your team the entire season. But the rest, people are going back and forth. So this is, call me crazy, Austin. I think I know a running back that your team can get. That would help you dominate your league. Who is this? It's you. You should be in your team <laughs> in fan-controlled football. I feel like, even though your team is called the should have been wow. set, I feel wow. like if you're your own keeper, you will do very well in your fan-controlled league. 
Yeah, you know, I think I think that would be an amazing uh, add to the team to the uh, should have been stars. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's some conflict of interest in that. Yeah. Um, and look, the NFL is a little bit more, you know, you know, settled, and uh, you know, the, the paycheck's a little bit bigger over there. So you know, for now, I'm going to stick, you know, with the Los Angeles Chargers. But come on, this is exactly what you want. You're building your own thing. You know what I mean? Like you are. In this charge. is the bakery. I mean, yeah, at, yeah. At the NFL, you're just an employee. We're here. You're the boss. You know, you could build this team from the ground up. This is exactly you what point. you want. You got a point, Billy. Yeah. You got a point. Uh, Austin, we could do this one of two ways. We could sign up and be fans of your team, and I would like to be a co-owner. We could explore that. Or yeah. we could sign up and be fans of the opposing team mm-hmm. and have them punt on first down. You yeah. know? That's wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so you don't get that much control. Oh, oh man. You can't, you okay. can't troll a team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can try. We put the troll you can, you, in fan control. You know what I mean? I take that back. You can you can only control them so much. You know, you mm-hmm. could run QB run every play technically. Um, but for the most part, you know, it, it's it's here, here's how it works. You can click pass or you can click run. Right. And whichever one is voted upon, pass or run is going to give you those types of plays. Right. And then you get a vote and whichever one is voted most goes down to the quarterback. They call it in. They run it. Um, So that's how it works. So you would rather us be fans and have our fan base kind of sign up and be fans of your team? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, How about ownership in the NFL, man? That seems like something that'd be cool for you. No ownership in the NFL. Look. I think he'd it's, like that. Yeah, I think everyone would like that, Stu Gatsy. Yeah, here's but I think Austin can actually get it done, Billy, unlike others. But here's here's what people don't understand. Like, there's the players' union, you know, and then there's the NFL ownership side, which is the 32. And so I feel like after being a part of the players' union for so long that I don't know if I would necessarily want to be on the ownership side. Okay. Um, I'd want to – I think I was, would I would always want to be on the players' side of the NFL – um, after being a part of it for so long and understanding what we're trying to do as players and making sure that we're protected and having ourselves in a situation where we're always adding value to ourselves as a union just because we add the actual value of the product to the NFL and the owners, right? That one's a little, that's that might be one that I would not be uh, qualified for. Um, okay. Be a double well, agent. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> be a double agent. Yeah. Yeah. We're, that doesn't go well. Go in mic'd up and don't tell the go in mic'd up and don't tell the other owners. You know. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that one might uh, cost you some jail time. Yeah. Is, is, is coaching something you would think about or no? Because you'd be a no, great I could, coach, I would never man. coach. No. Would I would never coach. coach in a sport. I, I could see myself doing more so um, like life development as far as – Like a life coach. Not necessarily a life coach because I don't want to be involved in, in the in-between, but more so putting you on a path and giving you the fundamentals to go out and then create your own narrative and write your own picture. How'd you get involved with uh how'd you get involved with fan control? I originally was um just connecting with my community on Twitch. Um and really this was really early in my career as far as getting into the community side and started to grow my community and had a little company called Gridiron Gaming Group. Um we had like 10, 10 uh athletes and a couple actors or one actor um that we represented and we represented our streams and we were growing, gaining attention, and then uh, fan controlled football came to us or came to me and was like, Hey, we see you. You're doing a lot of great stuff with the community. We're starting this new concept where we're going to be on Twitch. We're going to have community. 
it's going to be football. And I was like, I mean, that's everything I am right there. Twitch yep. community and football. <laughs> Let's do no it. Doubt. Uh, we're going to have, we're going to, my dog's very excited about it. We're going to have our, uh, we're going to have our fans, listeners of our show. Uh, we're going to ask them to sign up and become fans of your team and help influence the game a little bit. Okay. Uh, you got the Titans. I'll let you go right here. You have the Titans coming up this weekend. Big game. Do you look at Derrick Henry and marvel at him the way we all do? <laughs> like, what the f*** is one that of guy? one, man. He is what? one of one. Truly yeah. a unique player, you know, just in the NFL in general. And just being a fan, obviously I'm a running back too, so I'm a fan of running backs. Um, absolutely, I'm a big Derrick Henry fan. He was also one of my first-round picks uh, for one of my fantasy teams. So I've been right. following his career, and not his career, but this uh, season pretty closely. Mentioned uh, him this week? What's yeah, that? Good question. Mentioned him this week? I'm, no, I never bench. I never bench anybody because we're playing them. That's not. I, I separate my fantasy life from my yeah. career life. Like I'm not yeah. thinking about it on the field, um, but after the math, I'm like, all right. I hope he did. Hope he did well. Yeah. But I hope we win. It, it'd <laughs> be know? so great if Derrick Henry scored against the Chargers and Austin Eckler's out there celebrating with him. Yeah, he's <laughs> I don't know how that would go over. <laughs> All right, get out of here. Good luck against the Titans, man. Congratulations right. on the big win against the Dolphins, man. Thanks, boys. Have All a good right. one. It is time for this week's edition of See You Guys, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. College football. It's bowl season. How about that? It's a glorious time of year. 2-0 last week. I had both Army and Navy. I mean, there are no losers in that game. 47-37-3 on the season. I promised myself I would not pick every bowl game. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick every bowl game. Because you know what? I know you guys want me to pick every bowl game. And I am here for you. And that is it. Okay? So these are all the bowl games between now and next Wednesday. Miami, Ohio. Been watching them all year. Plus 11. Take it on UAB and the Bahamas Bowl. Take Miami of Ohio. Troy, minus two. UTSA, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Uh, I have Troy, minus two. They cover the spread. They win by seven points. Louisville, minus one. Cincinnati, Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Louisville, they win. They cover the spread. The Cardinals win by four points. The Las Vegas Bowl. Florida, plus ten. Take it on Oregon State. Take the Gators. They cover the spread. Southern Miss, minus six. They're taking on Rice. One team's 500, the other team's below 500. They are handing out bowl invitations to anyone. I mean, how about that? It's the Lending Tree Bowl. I have Southern Miss winning. They cover the spread. Southern Miss by 10 points over Rice. Jimmy Kimmel, LA Bowl. How about they name a bowl after me? Washington State, plus three and a half. Take it on Fresno State. Buy it up to four. Fresno State wins the game by a point. It's going to be a close game. BYU, plus three and a half. Take it on SMU. Buy it up to four. It's the New Mexico Bowl. SMU wins by two points. I don't know what I'm doing here. Frisco Bowl. Boise State, minus 10 over North Texas. Take Boise State. I'm taking Boise State. The Myrtle Beach Bowl. Great golf. Good spring break. UConn, plus 10 against Marshall. I'm taking Marshall to win the game. UConn covers, though. Take UConn. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Eastern Michigan, plus three and a half over San Jose State. Take Eastern Michigan, buy it up to four. Liberty, plus five against Toledo. The Boca Raton Bowl, 15 minutes from my house. I'm not going near that place. Liberty wins the game outright. Take Liberty to cover the spread. Western Kentucky, 
plus five. University of South Alabama. I didn't know there was a University of South Alabama. I'm taking Western Kentucky to win the game outright. They win by three points. Let's go to the NFL. Week 15. One and four last week. Sorry. 48-37-4 on the season. Uh, let's go to the games right now. Vikings minus four. Taking on the Colts at home. I have the Vikings bouncing back. They win the game. They cover the spread. Vikings by 10 over Jeff Saturday's Colts. We go to uh, Buffalo. Take it on the Dolphins. Buy it down a half point to minus seven. Buffalo wins. They cover the spread. They win by 10 points at home. Panthers playing pretty good football right now. Minus two and a half. Take it on the Steelers. I'll take Carolina here to win. They cover the spread. Carolina by four points at home. The Raiders and Patriots in Las Vegas. Raiders plus one. I'm taking the Raiders to win the game. They win by four. They cover the spread. Chargers, my man Austin Eckler, minus three against the Titans. Normally, the Titans bounce back, but the Chargers are playing good. They're healthy. The Titans, uh, something a little off. I don't know what it is, Uh, but, you know, that means they're going to win the game. Regardless, I'm taking the Chargers here. I'm going with my guy. Chargers, minus three at home over the the, uh, Tennessee Titans. Chargers win by eight points. We go to Tampa Bay. I've never done this before. Tom Brady is getting points at home, and I'm not taking them. Why? Because he's playing Joe Burrow, the best quarterback in the NFL. Bengals minus three and a half. Buy it down a half point to minus three. The Bengals win by seven. They cover the spread over Tampa Bay. Washington, the Commanders, minus four. They are taking on the Giants. I'm taking the Commanders. Those are the picks, everyone. Good luck. Do you think Mikey A. Chris for uh, for Christmas should make beef Wellington or prime rib? How is beef Wellington cooked? Explain that it's, one to me again. It's filet mignon wrapped in oh, uh, right. mushrooms, prosciutto, and puff pastry. I would definitely go with that. Yeah, I'm lot, not a prime. A I'm involved. not a prime rib guy. You don't look like a prime rib guy. You look like you like a nice filet. You look like you like a nice choice cut of meat. I'm a big, like, I want a bone, so I want a T-bone or a porterhouse. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I am I a mean, b- prime, big believer of, like, if I'm going to eat a rib steak. Prime rib is right off the bone. It's, it's I know, a rib. The only thing is, it's, <laughs> I don't like how, like, I don't like when steak is, like, you know, or, or meat's, like, usually, like, medium or medium rare. I can't do that. I can't do it. Wait, how cooked do you go? That's upsetting. I'm like a medium, totally a medium well guy. Me and I oh, really that's upsetting. That's I ups- get judged and crushed for being a medium that's well guy. That's upsetting. I'm a medium well I know. guy, too. <laughs> yeah. I just can't do it. Speaking of bones, Ugh. the NFL boned you this year, Chris. You got to work on Christmas. Oh, I know, right? Jeez. What a what a bunch of crap that is. Like, and that was a transition, like, Billy. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it, it does stink. They got to work on Christmas, and what it's like a what the double whammy is is like. Again, I'm always grateful for my job, and it's awesome. But it's like on a Sunday, Christmas, and the 4:30 game, right? It's like it's the same schedule as as Thanksgiving. The game's gonna kick off at like 4:35 or 4:40, and it's gonna go right into our game. So we're gonna do a pregame show that nobody is gonna be watching. Hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's where it's a little unfortunate. And it's Christmas Day. Sims, 
It's the Yo. NFL. People are always watching, dude. No, they're always, watching, you know that. Watching the other game. But they're watching well, the game. That, that's the problem. <laughs> there's another game on, then, you know, I, I know Chris Sims is cool and can't miss TV, but he's not better than a damn game. I know that. You know what? <laughs> What's the game? That's a good question. Here, I got it right here, actually. You're, you're um, doing Bucks Cardinals. The game leading into you on another channel is Broncos. Broncos Rams. Rams. Right. Game. I no mean, who's going to be watching that? Yeah. Oh, come on. Russell Wilson versus <laughs> Baker Mayfield? Uh, you, know. <laughs> Yikes. you know what, Chris? I'm going to make a promise to you as my friend. I will watch you on Christmas Day instead of that other game. And I'll take wow. a picture. I'll take a picture of me and my family watching you around the tree, and I'll send it to you. Wow, that's impressive. Now, also what's impressive is you look like you're an adult and actually have a decorated room here behind you. It's, now, it's I do find it convenient that you took down that jersey with a number one on it after two pretty shitty games. Okay. Now it's not up there. I suspected that was coming, I'll tell you. I have it over here on the floor, and I intend to put it back up, but what happened was i wore it last weekend for the first time so i need to wash it so it's down because i wore it and it got dirty because i was at a you know like a show event that we had so it's smelly and sweaty so i gotta wash it prior right. to that it still had the tags on it it was hanging up it was fine so once it's washed there'll be a home for it don't worry and yours well, what about me too. i didn't play like shit the last two weeks so where's my jersey yours oh, will be up too. don't shit. worry don't worry <laughs> i like that Tim's. wait billy are you saying you wore his jersey to moss is that what you're saying no i wore the tua jersey to moss oh, okay Chris jersey I did not wear. uh we also missed that little shot there at tua uh so go ahead i mean listen there's no sugarcoating what the f- we saw last Sunday. That was bad, Sims. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. It was in a lot of ways. And again, it, it wasn't good. All right. I mean, we know that. Um, in in some ways, though, you know, I, I like the 49ers game from two weeks ago, right? Where the stats kind of look good, right? And, but you know, we we discussed he missed a ton of plays and all that. Uh, he didn't leave as many plays on the field in this game, right? So. Yeah, he didn't play good, and you guys saw the throws and the highlights and the things, the ones that you go, well, I don't know. He should have hit that, you know, or, oh, there's Tyreek down the middle on a post route. It's supposed to be completed at, like, 45, 50 yards downfield, and the ball drops at, like, 34 yards. There's some of those issues. But I will say this in that in that it was a very good game plan by the Chargers. The Chargers did some things, like, unlike the 49ers where I told you, like, Guys were wide open, and he should have thrown for 550 yards. This was one where, yeah, he missed a few open, but it wasn't as egregious as that 49er game. Brandon Staley and company, you know, did some things that that were interesting and that I think, you know, teams will try to duplicate on the Dolphins as as we go along, and they're just going to have half-damn answers for that. So what is the answer to that? What does Mike McDaniel have to come up with? Well, they definitely played a little bit more man coverage than they would like, right? That was definitely one of the themes of the night. And within that, too, okay, just man, what does that do, right? So now the RPO game's not quite there as easy, right? You want the RPO game against zone, right? So guys kind of move throughout their zone, and now we have a receiver going in that hole to, to hit them there in that spot, right? Now, okay, yeah, you do the RPO, you're, the middle linebacker might move, but it's tight man, to co- man coverage out here. So, oh, wait, I'm about to throw it, and my little quick out route, but there's a guy all over him, or I want to throw that quick screen there, and they're all over that too. So they did that, and then even to add on to that, Stu Gotts, 
they played like two man to the front side. So if the tight end and the receiver and the running back were set up over here, they would play it like it's too deep coverage, the safety over the top, but man to man underneath. But on the back side of the coverage, guys, and if I'm not explaining it right, please jump in here. On the back side of the coverage, they just let the corner play man to man on the guy and the backside safety instead of playing like two man or playing back to protect, he came down to the middle of the field to protect guys crossing over the middle. So now you got a little protection of like, wait, if Tyreek and Waddle go deep, all right, we got a safety back there. If they cross over, ooh, the safety over here's waiting. And that's kind of what you saw in that long touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill, right? They played cover three to one side to stop all the stuffs on that play. And they just went, wait, we'll play man. And if he throws a slant on the money or a go route on the money, then okay, we're in trouble. But that's the risk reward they were willing to take there. They got burned on that one, but they won more battles than they lost, obviously. Is this just as simple as the league is finally adjusting to Mike McDaniel and Tua? I, I mean, a little bit. I, I think it's a little too of like, hey, you playing, you know, you, you played a, as I said last week, a defense that is made to stop the pass, right? I told you guys that. It was one of the reasons I thought the game, I didn't have the guts to pick the Chargers, but I had said on my podcast, like, if there was an upset this week, this would be the one because they're built to stop Mahomes in the pass game and that kind of track meet there, right? Now, they had some injuries and all that, but Staley's an outside-the-box thinker, and Staley and that Chargers defense did a pretty good job against the 49ers a few weeks ago, too, if you can remember. So there's similarities there. He has an understanding of their scheme. Uh, but, yes, I, Billy, to your point, I think so. And I think the thing you realize, again, something that I've been trying to say, right, okay, it's just you take away the, the tricks of the McDaniel offense and the, the RPOs and the screens – and now we got to stand in the pocket and make throws. And, again, we're at that same point of going, well, I'm, I'm just not sure he can do that all the time. And this will be this week will be another test to see if, if he can do it. Did this change at all what you said last week where you said, I think the Dolphins can win a Super Bowl? Because they're going to go to Buffalo. That's going to be a tough one. So does that change anything in the way you see the team or no? I still think they're dangerous, but I think it's like, you know, yeah, that scared me a little. It did scare me a little. I'm not, not going to lie. You know, that, to me, was like the best schematical answers I had seen yet to kind of slow down the attack, right? And you guys know, you always hear the phrase, right, copycat league. So yeah. now a team takes that game plan, and then they, oh, wait, I think I got something, too, to add to that. And now the next team copies that, and they add to it. So uh, they're going to have to have the appropriate answers. I still think they're dangerous, though, Billy. And – you know, again, they're one of those teams where I don't put them in the Chiefs, the Bengals, or the Bills class, but if they played one of those teams and, hey, it's a fumble or a bad interception in the end zone, they're good enough to capitalize on that and beat those teams, right? If the game's played even and straight up and no bad mistakes either way, yeah, I wouldn't take them. But it doesn't take much to give them the edge to where I'd go, ooh, uh-oh, the Dolphins, here they go, watch out. Mike, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Chris, uh, we had Austin Eckler on, uh, and he described actually what the defense and the coaches were able to do. Uh, I want to play a quick clip of it for you cool. here. 
and cool. see what you think. Here's what I'm so proud of is is really just our entire you know coaching staff and the defense together because we put a game plan in and we had coach talking about you know hey we're gonna put pressure on these on the receivers early at the line we're gonna slow them down and then you know disrupt their timing and we were able to do that and you know there was one particular play where Tyreek goes in motion and it's like he's going to run as fast as he can and all of a sudden he's going to turn that corner and he's going to look like he's going up the field and he's going to turn the corner again and then come back in and they exactly ran that same play and I distinctly remember whoever was guarding him playing inside Tyreek came inside our guy was just sitting inside leverage and they they tried to throw it to him but it was just not there I was like that's that's some good coaching and execution coming to play right there so shout out to our coaches yeah that I mean listen I, I hope I explained it to a degree that way that's what the two man allows you to do right because now you got a safety behind you can be a little more aggressive at the line of scrimmage to disrupt the timing there and then oh wait if he did beat me off the line just a little bit wait my safety's there and it allows you to lag behind a little bit with the two man too to play the underneath routes where you know if they cut this way or that way i don't have to overplay the go route right because i got help there so now I can sit on some of that underneath stuff or be a little bit more tilted that way. And I think, yes, between that, you know, Billy, to your point, and teams are getting used to the route combinations a little bit. See, that's what really good defensive coaches are too, like with a Brandon Staley, Mikey A, like to, to what you're talking about here, right? When you see good zone teams where, hey, wait, if the slot receiver goes this way, expect the outside receiver to go that way. And they teach their guys to – read that within the zone some teams patriots brandon staley they can teach their players that through man concepts too a little bit where hey when he comes off of that guy flying across he only runs two routes he's either gonna go 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 gadget go route or he's gonna put the brakes out and stop so you know they had a good feel to, to the point i was trying to say of kind of what to expect according to formations motions and uh it was a, a really great performance not only by the defense, but are we done with that conversation on the other side of the ball now, too? Do we do we think Justin Herbert's better than Tua? Or what do we think there? Should we flip we'll a coin? Yeah, uh, TBD. We'll yeah. see. Uh, Mikey A., since uh, <laughs> while you're at it, if you could play the reaction of Austin Eckler when we told him that Sims thinks he sucks, that'd be great. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had to take that out. He used too many expletives. <laughs> PFT with Mike Florio on Peacock, the Button Podcast, and Football Night in America at C Sims QB on Twitter. Don't get me in oh, trouble God. with Austin Eckler. That'd be bad for my reputation, right? I mean, damn, it just won't look good if he's trashing me, and then you know me. I'm not afraid of conflict, and then I get I my ass kicked by some running back that's Five nine, two hundred and five pounds. That won't look good on my resume, man. Come on. You know, it's funny to me, Chris, that the quarterbacks who are under the microscope this year are relatively young. It's Jalen Hurts. Is it the system? Is it Jalen Hurts? Is it Tua? Is it the system or is it Tua, right? But the quarterback we should really all have questions about headed into this postseason is Dak Prescott. Like, he's been surrounded with talent. He's a veteran now. He got his big contract. He's been through some injury stuff. But he's got a talented football team. And Dak's got to, like, like Chris, am I wrong here? Dak's got to win no. some playoff games. No? No, yeah, agreed. And I yeah. think that's definitely something that's missing on his resume as compared to the other top quarterbacks in the sport. And it, 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 in fact, yeah, it's been more disappointing playoff losses than 
oh, like, hey, what a great win, and you shouldn't have won that, and you did it that way. You know, I, re- I mean, I'm, I'm a Dak fan all the way, and I do think he's in the top ten as far as quarterbacks are concerned. Uh, but, like, your point's real. You know, one, as far as traditional run game go, you take away the quarterback run. Dallas has arguably got the best traditional run game in the sport. Yes. I mean, their offensive line in the run game, it's – it's as dominant as the 49ers and some of those other great – the Eagles. Now, I know their quarterback doesn't run. So, you know, Dax hasn't run much this year. So they missed that element. But, man, so you have to defend that. We know they got pretty good weapons of receiver. They got a top-tier defense and all that. Yeah, there's no excuses. And, you know, Dak, the drive he made at the end of the game was amazing. He made some great throws. But – they were in that position because Dak made mistakes and missed some throws. He has not been sharp over the last five or six weeks. They had the Vikings blowout, right, out of the last five games. Mm-hmm. The other four games, he's thrown seven interceptions. And I've come away on my podcast in a number of those games going, you know, Dak was good, but, like, he still missed some throws where Dak's too good to miss that or he's too good to make that mistake. And that's, you know, again, it's good – but it's not $45 million a year good, and it's not good enough to where I go, oh, well, that'll beat the 49ers or the Eagles or the Bills or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, right? And that's where, you know, I, I broke him down a little on social media and on my podcast yesterday because he's got some mechanical flaws going on right now. And, yeah, he hasn't – you know me, guys. I'm into take advantage of all that's there to be yeah. had. That's, to me, how you evaluate it. And he's – He's left some plays on the field as of late. And I've had a, heard a few people lately go, he he had the game-winning drive, and I heard someone go, he should be in the class with Mahomes, Allen, and Joe Burrow. And I my brain almost blew up because I was like, what? Have we watched football? Are you kidding me with that comment? I mean, he's again, I'm a defender of Dak. But to put him in that class is is a little egregious. I know Billy's got concerns about the Dolphins going to Buffalo, and he should. And Dolphin yeah. fans are concerned about this game, and they should be because Buffalo's Buffalo, and Josh Allen's really good. But the Jets played him close. The Vikings, uh, the Vikings beat him in Buffalo. The Browns were close in Buffalo. And there's something like I don't know what it is, Chris. It might be the elbow. It might be the arm. Something seems to be just a little bit off with Josh Allen. And, and like yeah. I know he had some great running plays, and he's a truck, and he jumps over people, and he runs through people, and I love that about him. But something seems just a little bit off with him, no? Yeah, let, let's get into it. I think it's a yeah. it's a good subject. You know, one the Browns game was that weird week, right, where they actually played in Detroit because they had the snowstorm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. was weird, and that was a little weird time period for them where. They had a quick turnaround and had to deal with that type of stuff. But, I mean, your, your point's real. It hasn't been all systems go. You know, the Vikings game, I would say they made some mistakes that are fixable that they have no one to blame but themselves. The Jets, I mean, that defense is good, and they pose problems for them, like legit, where, yeah, it kind of takes some miraculous efforts by Allen to, to kind of get it done that way. Um so I, I hear you. And and I think it's, you know, Stugat, something that we go back to a lot here. It, it's it's too all on Josh Allen. that And that's, you know, people have caught up to Ken Dorsey a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, why do you think they signed Cole Beasley? Why do you think they've signed John Brown as of late? Guys that nobody in football wants. They're panicked up there a little bit. 
They only have one guy on the team that can get open, and that's Stephon Diggs. And that's the problem, and that's where it's a little scary. People have overrated their offensive talent. This is the second year in a row. I feel like I've said this to you guys a few times there. And that's why they're still keeping the door it's open. It's not great, Chris. You're right. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And, you know, right. it's a little blown out of proportion because Gabe Davis had that playoff game that everybody saw. Yeah. So everybody thinks that's what he is. And I want to go, man, Gabe Davis hasn't been open more than 10 times the whole year. Mm-hmm. Like, no, stop. Yep. So, yeah, I think those are the issues. And then you couple that with no run game to go along with it. Um, yeah, I, I get a little worried about Buffalo that way. I, I expect them to win this week, Stugatz, like you said. But nothing's easy for them because so much is on 17. The weather and all that, I think, is going to be one of the biggest helpers for them in this game. And the Dolphins being a little too aggressive on defense plays right into the wheelhouse of Allen. Oh, wait, you're going to blitz and it's one-on-one with Diggs. Or, oh, I'm going to make the guy that blitz miss and now I'm going to run around the edge and no one's there and I'll run for 30 yards. And that's where, you know, they match up pretty good with Miami as well. Uh, Chris, it's two out of three weeks now. Trevor Lawrence is going to turn into exactly what everyone thought Trevor Lawrence was going to turn into. It's going to take time because they have that year under Urban Meyer. But, man, it's coming, and he is good, Chris. He, he is. He's, he's good. He's yeah. He's looking like he's going to be in that class of special guys that we talked about. You know, he, he The biggest thing, and I, we started off the year, right, when I saw him in the Hall of Fame and some yeah. of that. You know, the mechanics, he had a few parts of the year where they regressed a little bit or he lost, you know, some of it. But, man, like you, you said it right. Been, been on fire with some throws as of late Amazing. where you just go, that's that's superstar. Yeah. That really is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he made those last week. And that game was fascinating. I mean, they were kind of getting dominated and and the Titans were in control of the game. The defense caused a few turnovers. And the Jags offense finally got it going. And then, like, at the end of the second quarter, third quarter, they became, like, unstoppable. And we've seen them do that this year. That's why I, it's it's a dangerous trap game for the Cowboys. You know, going in there, we've talked about it. Jacksonville's got talent, so they're not going to be, like, physically outclassed. Mm-hmm. And Dallas plays aggressive style of defense. Oh, damn. Well, this guy he throws an aggressive style ball down the field. And – no, that's where and I expect Dallas to win, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if they had to sweat this out in Jacksonville right now. Uh, Chris, you've been right all year about the Niners, best team, I think, top to bottom. You've said it, even regardless of who's playing quarterback, although I'd like to see Purdy do it on the road. But what's that loss? What's the loss of Debo mean to that team? Yeah, it's just it's it's just the the ability of Shanahan to like stress teams with another weapon, another guy you got to worry about with my tricks and all that. You don't know where we're going to line up, right? I mean, you saw plays last week where he was the tailback and McCaffrey was the ride receiver. They literally switched positions. Or, you know, the other thing that they're, they're really put you in a bind with guys is like they get in 21 personnel or 12 personnel, right? And for all those out there, 21 personnel, two backs, one tight end, two receivers, 12 personnel, one back, two two tight ends, two receivers. So they get into those sets and they play power football and you go, oh shit, like the Bucks last week. Oh shit, they're going to run it down our throats. So they bring another D lineman in. So now you got five D linemen and Shanahan goes, oh wait, the D lineman's coming in? All right. Hey, it's time to fuck them guys. Here we go. We're going to fuck them. All right. All right. Here we go. Get in the shotgun and 
let's spread it out. So now the Bucks are in a five defensive lineman set, and then there's Purdy back there with nobody in the backfield, and he's got Kittle, who's a great route runner, the two receivers who we know can run routes, McCaffrey who's a great route runner, and then a guy like Kyle Juszczyk, who's their fullback, H-back type slash tight end kind of guy, who can also run routes, and now you're a defense going, oh, shit, we were playing to stop the run, and now I got a defense end dropping in coverage who has no business covering this guy. Uh, that's where it kind of hurts them, but they'll be able to hold down the fort enough to he'll be back at the end of the regular season and should be good to go for the playoffs. All right, last one. Can McVay save Baker Mayfield? Yes, he can, definitely. Really? Yeah. Really? It's Right. You know, Baker Mayfield's still got big-time talent. His arm He's got is, a big-time arm, man, when he steps he in the throws. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, first off, that was some of the dumbest shit we ever saw last week. All right? The guy doesn't know the offense, so we're going to blitz – and just play man-to-man so he doesn't have to read or know the offense and just go, hey, guy that I'm friends with for two days, just go deep and I'll throw it to you. Uh, that The Raiders doing that was – I just can't even believe it. I mean, you do the opposite. First off, they were pressuring the quarterback. Drop eight. Make him sit there and actually read plays that he doesn't know. So that was shocking. But, yes, I do. McVay knows how to make – he's a he is a quarterback whisperer. Uh, and I think it's a it's a perfect place for if Baker Mayfield can't be a starter somewhere, stay there in L.A. Be the backup. Everyone's going to believe you're getting better, and McVay's going to talk you up. That's a good point. And then when you do get a chance to play, you know, if they're not totally killed from injury and Stafford gets hurt a decent amount, you're going to be able to show people how good you are and then strike it rich in free agency once again. So I think it's a, it's a perfect spot for him long term and – uh, you know, I, I think he'll look good on Monday night, too. All right, PFT with Mike Florio, Unbuttoned Podcast, Football Night in America. Uh, they got a good one uh, this Sunday. They got a good one every Sunday, but Commanders and Giants coming up yeah. uh, this Sunday night. Uh, that's a nice little game for you. Commanders are good, Chris. They're a good team. Commanders are good. Commanders yeah. are one of those teams that if they get in, right, they're they're a little scary. Let me uh, ask you something. Let's play this out a little bit, and then we'll. Uh, now he's perked up and Let's ready to go. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Let's say the Dolphins run through the AFC and they make it to the Super Bowl. What matchup would have to be going up against the Dolphins where you'd be like, "Yeah, two is going to tear that team apart." Oh, oh, in the okay. NFC, you're in saying the NFC. Okay. Like, what right. NFC team that has a shot could make it to the Super Bowl that you would favor Tua over? Definitely not the Niners. Okay, and let's hope uh, they don't well, get the and let's hope they don't get the Chargers in the AFC Championship game. Chris <laughs> told us last week that if they played the Niners again, things might look differently. He did say that. Nine, Niners got to would have to adjust the way they played for sure. They right. Definitely would have to adjust. Um, which I think they would because they're a pretty smart group out there. So. The NFC, I Weird. really only look at the three teams that can make the Super Bowl. I I, I don't know if I'm obtuse there. I know I'm no, no, you're right. Ca- Cowboys, Eagles, yeah. Niners, right? I really do, and I you know I don't know if I see any of those where I just look at it and go, oh, he's they're gonna tear that defense apart. Now, if they got lucky and got you know maybe a, a Minnesota who got through or something like that then I'd go, "Uh uh-oh, watch out. He's going to throw for 500 yards today and and break Super Bowl records. Uh, But I don't think out of those three that he's going to expose them to your 
greatest dream come true ever, Billy. I, all I heard <laughs> is that you predicted that Tua is going to throw for 500 yards and break Super Bowl records. Against the <laughs> yeah, Vikings, sure. Bill. No, Against the Vikings. You didn't hear that, right? Okay, good. Neither did I. <laughs> Sims, you're back. I mean, our audience loves you. <laughs> all right, get out of here. PFT with Mike Florio every day. The Unbuttoned Podcast, Football Night in America, and every week here on God Bless Football. You're the man. We will talk to you uh, next week, my friend. See you guys. If we want to earn the right punch our ticket into the playoffs, uh, we sure better um, have a playoff-worthy type performance, which I did not think overall as a football team we did today. Obviously, these games are huge if we want to give ourselves a shot uh, at the postseason. And I think this is, you know, you can't win whatever, five of them until you win one. You got to love it. You got to love these moments. You got to love being in that position. If you don't, you shouldn't be there. Team win, team ugly win, but we got it done. Do I waste my energy worrying about the pain of someone else, the uh, pain of a seat? No. First time you lost three in a row since you're... Anybody else here? It doesn't look like an offense that's gonna be good enough to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. Everybody in their opinion, deposit at the bank. I'm so impressed with all those guys. Uh, defense, offense, special teams. They didn't blink. They stayed together. Yeah, there's no secret to affecting a quarterback. No one no one really to blame but but myself. So, you know, we'll, we'll be better from this. Um, and then the third one was just bad, bad. Do you have any regrets about coming back to play this season? I think I already answered that yeah, a few weeks ago. Next question. The mindset is go win the game, you know, whatever it takes. So um, that part is good, but we have a loss still. We realize that. I carry my scars on me everywhere I go. I don't forget. You know, you win because you make plays. You keep them from making plays. The goal is to win. We all know that. Do we deserve to win? Yeah, I thought we played throughout all three phases. Yeah, I mean, no points in the red zone is always tough. I just think it's the reality of, of the National Football League, and that was really part of our message this week, is don't take the cheese. And, and, and don't take the cheese, a big part of that is the expectations of everybody else. Mojo's coming on for two minutes in two minutes. That's what he says. I'm going to say that's what she said. Uh, hmm. I'm starting to figure out, by the way, what Mojo did last week. What did he do? So Mojo was in last place because of Mikey A's picks for a while now, right? So last week, Mojo introduced us to his wife, who I, I, I think was actually on last year in God Bless Football. But Mojo had his wife make picks, and his wife went 0-5. And so if, she's in last place now? So Mojo's wife will now be in last place for the rest of the season. But she doesn't count towards the contest. It's only hmm. Java, K-Funk, Chris, and, and Mojo, right? Well, Maybe Carl? If we're going over last week's results, someone else went 0-5 last week as well. And yep. that was Chris. And Chris is now only one game ahead of Mojo. Oh, so in one gets. week, Mojo has caught up to Chris after an 0-5 week <laughs> listen, from Chris and a 3-2 and two week from Mojo. Wait, hey, 0-5? Yeah. Nobody, you know, well, you listen, didn't... Are you just finding out that you went 0 and 5, Chris? Yeah, I didn't even I didn't watch any games. You went 0 no, and 5. Yeah. Hey Billy, so Mojo, the first two games you made Mojo pick first, and he went 0 and 2. And yeah. then when you let Chris pick before him, then he went opposite Chris and he won those three. So hmm. yeah. I feel like next I feel like we need to have Mojo start going first so he can't What's pull that agree? shit. What's happening right now is K-Funk is very cocky because K-Funk only tra trails Antonio Tarver, who he won't have come back on for some reason. It's weird. K-Funk's having a good year. He's 40-29-2 right now. I would say that's a great year. Not a good year, a great yeah. year. And you're right. He is feeling very good about himself. This yeah. is the most confident I've seen K-Funk since we started doing this. Mm -hmm. I mean, Listen, I, I, haven't, I haven't had a losing record in over two months. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up there on the, you know. There's also... 
if you've noticed, no funny business from him this year. No, you no, know, no. we're not going to any more clubs. We're not bringing on any air conditioned people. It's game day. I mean, no guests. No guests, yeah. no yeah. guests at all. Can I, I can assure points. you, I I can assure you, at one point before the season's over, I will be at the penthouse with Lacey during an episode. Mm. That's the week you go on five. Billy's trying to tell you, don't take your eye off the prize, man. I'm like, just saying he's there. He, there is, if you've noticed, Joey Fatone is not here yet again. Like, yep. And he doesn't want to bring Tarver on, no Billy. No Frank Stallone. Well, because Tarver, Tarver's sitting at three and two, yeah. which percentage-wise is better than K-Funk, whose percentage is 578. He should bring him on because... K-Funk, that's legit good, man. Yeah. Like, that's crazy over 69 games. I mean, I, I, games. I, I've gambled my whole life. So. Yeah, damn it. Hold on. Here, who's here? We'll see. Hmm. Is it Mojo? Two minutes? Live from Disney? Oh, my God. Beard. <laughs> 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 wow. show immediately. Mikey A better not have made any picks for me today. I won't have it. The only reason I'm here right now is to prevent the scam from continuing. Mm -hmm. are, are you trading pins again today, Mojo? I am. Check them out. They're all on my neck. Mm, nice. How do people do that? $2 billion industry. Really? Get out of here. $2 billion. Look it up. Pins? In, in Disney pins. It's a massive thing. Wow. Hmm. But you have an app. You have an app and you can locate people and trade on or something. Thanks for the alley-oop, K-Funk. Yes. <laughs> where you can buy sell trade scan and organize all your disney pins very easily it comes with a map tracking system when you subscribe to the app where it will alert you where every magic pin trader is in all the parks at all times in the safety of the parks i might add because that kind of sounds unsafe but it's in disney so you're good so do you have people that are going to trade pins? With, I'm assuming most of these are children, but do you have people that are going to trade pins with you? And then all of a sudden they show up and they're like, holy crap, it's Mojo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's actually mostly adults, not the kids. Really? <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Wait, so Mojo, I know we only have you for, for a couple of minutes here uh, because you're trading pins and it's a uh, billion dollar it's $2 billion industry. Uh, we noticed last week that you were 0-2 when you selected first and 3-0 when you selected after Chris. So what do you want to oh. do here? <laughs> well, I got to say, Stu Gatz, I kind of yeah. got to blame for that because I wanted to pick opposite Chris the whole time. Mm, but right. First for the first two picks and, you know. It, yeah, I, but I, if, you're, if, if you're the spread master, so-called alleged spread master, wouldn't you want to pick? Your own games and not opposite mm. Chris. I don't know. Well, no, well, that's the spread master strategy. You go back and you yeah. listen to every week last season. It was mm -hmm. always either opposite Chris or because one team had a sixty-nine percent win percentage. Mm -hmm. It never happened a game ever. Yeah. We we were talking right before you got on Mojo and saying the K Funk is very cocky this year because he's in first place. And we also pointed out that you had a three and two week and Chris had an 0 and five week, and you're now <laughs> just one game behind Chris after one week of returning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Chris, what are you doing with your life? He's making a money, says the guy trading pins. Exactly, <laughs> Billy. Uh, he's making money. He's raising a family. I mean, what do you mean? What is he doing? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but he's 
last place on God bless football. That other stuff doesn't matter. Well, we we also you're right. We, he's not last place because last place is your wife who went zero and five as well, and we think that you may have brought her on so that you can't possibly finish in last. Well, that's never a discussion. I can miss the whole damn season and still not finish in last somehow. Mm-hmm. Right, but did you plant her on us because you wanted her to finish in last place? I mean, that's that's really no, what we're getting. No, the one at. that take picks. I didn't volunteer that that's, information. That's a good point. We did ask her. You're right. Yeah. I, we I, did. I hope she knows some celebrities because she's going to have to get one on. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, there she is. Oh, five. Sure. Hey, oh, hey, hey. Over. Too. <laughs> Happy on five. Now, that's the funny thing about football. Yeah, it actually, it is bad. It's You're right. Mojo. Is she trading pins too, or is it just you? She's got some pins. She's got some pins. I got more. Mm. Is no she selecting it? Is she selecting this week, Mojo? Uh, do you want to fix this? You got nowhere to go but up. Yeah, that's true. Because I'll get so Mojo. Just before we get to to Grace, tell me your strategy. What do you want to do? Because I know you're short on time. Do you want Chris to go first, and and you just well, go opposite? Well, I- I'm going, I'm picking whatever team Chris doesn't. I'm going the opposite of Chris. And right. when you write the, the picks out on the list, I don't want it to say like, mm-hmm. oh, Mojo, the Bills and the Ravens and whoever. I want it to say opposite Chris on okay. all of them. Okay. Very known. Grace says she'll take whichever team has the prettier jerseys. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Uh, who determines Browns. that? Like Grace. <laughs> Does Grace think the Ravens or the Browns have prettier jerseys? Ravens or Browns, prettier jersey. Ravens, come on, that's okay. That's, uh... Dolphins, <laughs> Bills, prettier jersey. Dolphins and Bills. Dolphins have like that teal and orange. Dolphins, that's prettier. Dolphins, okay. Lions, Jets, prettier jersey. Lions and Jets. These are both the Jets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's Can you good. ask her who has the prettiest jersey in the NFL? That's a good question. Like who's undefeated? She doesn't know all the teams. Bengals, Buccaneers. Bengals and Buccaneers. Bengals got like the, the Tiger Stripes, and then you know what the Bucks do. I love Bengals. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. That's why. That's why I'm letting them do it. Yeah. Okay. Giants, Commanders. <laughs> oh, Giants. Her family's big Giants fan. Okay. okay, but that's not Jersey. That she's not doing it by the Jersey. Yeah. I know. That's interesting. This might be the reason she either goes. One and four or four and one, probably. <laughs> exactly right. All right, Mojo, we will uh we'll put you down for opposite of Chris, okay? Yeah. Opp- thank you. Thank you very much. You are welcome. Do you want to uh scream some sort of promotion while you're at Disney World? I mean <laughs> what should I promote this week? Oh, I had one. <laughs> um I today I want to <laughs> promote the most selfless man on the show, and that's Jabba Chamberlain. A guy that has a background in baseball but has been forced to make football picks every single week. I think that's very notable and puts him at a extreme disadvantage coming in. But he still manages to show up with more guests, more style, more flair than Kay Funk, his yeah. buddy. And I, I think that's also a good thing. Um, he got more facial hair than Chris Gronkowski has ever had in his life at any given moment. <laughs> And uh, just an all-around stand-up guy. That's my that's my plug for today. And right. American whiskey in New York City. If you're hey, in the Mo- city, check it out. That's what Mojo. I want to Mojo, real quick before you hang up, I bought something from Super Julie the other day, and these I text like every 20 minutes from them about a new deal. 
Uh, well, are you buying them? You should have used Code I bought, Mojo. I bought something. I was, I was Code Mojo. To I bought something. Now they text me. I'm in 15 minutes with a deal of the day. Oh, Here's wow. Hey, Funk, you, you should have used Code Mojo 20. Instead, you use Code Mikey A, which allows for a 0% discount and constant frequent. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they add 20% on to the price and make bad picks for you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but you're right. Check out uh, superjeweler.com for all of your holiday shopping needs. They have better deals than anyone on the planet, and they're the number one rated online jeweler. Billy, <laughs> Thanks I for another like... You're just throwing me alley oops left and right. Yes, we are. I know. I feel like you should get a character on there to make some picks. I really do. I mean, I think we should too. Yeah, that'd Let's be funny. All right. If you want to work on that, we'll we'll let you go. We'll have the guys make the picks. And if you want to call back with a character, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, let's find one. We're okay. we're on the uh avatar ride now. Okay. okay. All right. We'll see if uh if you check back in with us, great. If you don't, uh we love you and have a good weekend, man. Love you guys too. Talk okay, soon. Did you on. just see that wave? It was like he was a five year old kid at Disney. He seems really like, happy. He is Disney. happy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even when you're married, you're happy when you're at that place. So, yeah, happy. Well, let, hey, so he doesn't bitch and whine. We'll let every oh. other week, every other week, he can go second, and then every other week he has to go before Chris. So he has All to right. have some right. kind of pick. Yeah. K Funk's the commissioner now. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. Here? Jesus, that's one good I can, run. I kind of hope you go zero and five. Yeah, do week. it in the postseason. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> He's not gonna have a good week. Oh. <laughs> well, Chris, how do you, Chris, how do you feel about Mojo fading your picks? I mean. It's, he's gonna have a terrible week mm, against okay. bounce back. You're feeling good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Really good about it now. All right, just quickly <laughs> here, so we can uh we can give the uh season long standings. Antonio Tarver, three and two. He's the leader. <laughs> K Fug is 40, 29 and two. Uh Kosi Coleman is three and three. Troy, the attorney, two and two. Where's Troy? Uh Gordy Gronkowski, two and two. Jabba and the coin 33 36 and two. Not bad, job. Not bad. Coming back, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dojo, who was filling in for Mojo, uh, was two, three, and two. Uh, Chris Gronkowski 29 40 and two. Mojo 28 41 and two. Rosalind the Witch, friendly, uh, two and three. John O'Hurley, Peterman from Seinfeld, two and three. Carl Douglas 17 and 28. Carl's World's Carl. a rough one. Yeah. yeah, I have his picks. You have his picks. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Gray so and five. Mm. Well, that's that's where we're it's going to be really hard for anyone to catch up to K Funk at this point. It seems like yes. Listen, Stu Gatz, if I'm a major league pitcher and I let's say I start four games, and I go four and zero with the zero ERA. Am I eligible for the Cy Young? No, I'm not. You got to participate. Come on. You know, there's no actual award. Like you don't win anything from this. Mm -hmm. I'm not well, saying pride. I do. Pride. I win. I win. I win. I can talk shit to Mojo. For a year, that's what it's I want. Worth it, okay. yeah, yeah. Pride and talking shit to Mojo—that's what it's all about. I mean, and and avoiding having to get a guest on for the final show of, of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Grace. That's Grace and uh, Mojo are gonna have to do that. Uh, Jabba, what's going on with you? Have you made any sort of connection with Matt Rule yet? Yeah, I talked to him the other day. Awesome. Really? I like. Yeah. That. Wow! Look at you. Are you showing him houses? What's happening there? No, no, he's almost he's almost done with that. They're down to two. Oh, wow! Look at you. Are you excited? So, you have a uh, a friendship with the Nebraska head coach. I mean, we're getting there. It's not. I mean, we're, it's not like we're having happy hours yet, but okay, right. we'll get there. 
Is that when <laughs> slow plays, you guys? Well, that's yeah. the I love that's the way you become friends with Jabba. You have to have a happy hour with them first. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's when you want to invite. That's that's when that's when the bonding comes. Mm. So right. who re who reached out last? Was it you or was it Matt? Well, there was a situation, a, a good one, um, that was involved in this house search mm -hmm. that I had some information about. So oh. just reached out to let him know the aspect of what was going down on, on one of his choices. Hmm, I love that. Listen, Jabba, I want you to be careful. You can't get too close to the coach because you might have to rip him one day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just just keep that in mind as you. Oh no, I keep it a hundred always. Like I'm okay. just going to be like, hey, we suck this week. What are you okay. going to say? You can't right. really say anything else. Right. But I'm telling you, it takes on a different life when you become friends and you start saying it about your friend. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's get to uh, this week's games, fellas. Uh, let's start with the Ravens at the Browns. Browns are minus three. Deshaun Watson is back. The Ravens are without uh, Lamar Jackson. They're without Huntley. They're down to their third-string quarterback, it looks like. Uh, the Browns are minus three at home. K-Funk, I'm going to start with you because you are the leader. 40-29-2. So Browns minus three. At home, take it on the Ravens. Give me the Browns minus three, guys. Thanks. All right, Browns minus three. Okay. Uh, who is Carl Douglas taking here, Billy? Carl uh, took okay. the Browns. Yeah. All right, Carl took the Browns. Uh, Chris Gronkowski, <laughs> who are you taking here? So I, I know Mojo would go with the Ravens here. So That's I'm go how you do it. That's how you do it, I'm Chris. Mojo. That's yeah. right. <laughs> wow. And he doesn't know it. Yes. <laughs> so who are you taking? Brown. I'm okay. going with the Browns. All right, so Mojo no, has the that, Ravens. That's where you, if you know Mojo wants the Ravens, you take the Ravens so that he has to have the Browns. I was Isn't that how you that play too. it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. So, Chris, I think you have to take the Ravens there if you know he well, would take the Ravens. Let him know. Let him I do whatever Chris, you want, Chris. Let Chris do what he wants here. Yeah, yeah, yeah do whatever you want. All right, we'll stay with the Browns. Okay, okay. good. I'll let Mojo have the Ravens because right. I know they're going to lose. Yeah. Okay, good. You went on five listeners. <laughs> oh my god alright Jabba you ready to go yep. Jabba that coin has served you well since like week 4 man you've been on a you've been on a heater you know alright Ravens heads Browns tails flip it tails alright you have the uh, Cleveland Browns we go to the uh, Dolphins Bills game Bills minus 7 this is Saturday night big game Bills minus seven at home, taking on the Dolphins. So let's go to Carl Douglas first. Who does Carl have? Carl has the Bills. All right, Carl has the Bills. Chris Gronkowski, who are you taking here? Bills Bill. minus seven. You're taking the Bills? Yeah, rematch game at home, taking the Bills. All right, so Mojo has the Dolphins. Uh, K-Funk, where are you going here? I'm going to take my Dolphins. All right, take your Dolphins. Well that is... What? That's brave of him. Why? He didn't take him last week. I know, but he's 40, Chargers. 29, and 2. He's feeling he it. Take him against the Bills. I know. I like us doing commentary snow, about their yeah. picks. Yeah. It's a terrible pick. Uh, anyway, uh, Jabba, heads is Bills, tails is Dolphins. Tails. All right, so you have the Bills. Uh, we go to the Lions at the Jets. Mikey. Oh, Jesus. We had this marked as a win before the season started, and now I'm terrified of f***ing Detroit. Jesus Christ, our season's going to shit. Anyway, let's go to uh, Chris Gorkowski first. Jets minus one at home, taking on the Lions. Oh, man. They're minus one at home? Yeah. I'll take, I'll take points here. I'll go Lions. 
All right, you're taking the Lions. Mojo has the Jets. Carl Douglas has the Lions. He has the Lions. Uh, K-Funk, who are you going with? I mean, the Lions have been doing me very well this year. I'll stick with them. Okay. Uh, K-Funk has the Lions. Jabba, heads Lions, tails Jets. Clip it. Heads. Heads. You have the Lions. Bengals at Buccaneers. A lot of people think Brady's done. Those people are wrong. Plus three and a half. Joe Burrow, I think, is the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Bengals at Buccaneers. Buccaneers plus three and a half at home. K-Funk going to you first. Yeah, I'm immediately regretting this take. I'm going to take the Bucs. I'll be at the game. They lose every time I take them, so that's it. It's still hard at this stage of his career to, to pass up on Brady when he's getting That's what I'm saying. Like, home. Dude, Even against like, Joe Burrow. You're like, he can't, he can't lose again, right? <laughs> exactly. You're exactly right, Game Buck. Uh, all right, we have uh, – let's go to Carl. Carl has the uh, the Bengals, right? Carl has the Bengals. Carl Douglas went with the, uh, yeah, with Bengals. the Bengals. All right, we go to uh, Chris Gorkowski. Chris, who are you taking here? Dude, this is tough. Yeah, it's a tough game. Yeah. Wow. I'll go Bucks at home too. I'll take okay. Bucks. So Mojo has the Bengals. Everyone's terrified <laughs> against Brady. Uh, all right, here we go. Heads Bengals, tails Bucks. Jabba. I'm a Bengals fan because Zach Taylor was quarterback here, and Joe Burrow's family played in Nebraska. So do me dirty, coin. Okay, let's go Ooh. Heads. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I have the greatest quarterback of all time getting points at home. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba, you should have ditched that. You can't ditch the coin at this point, can you? Yeah. You can't. You can't do it. All right, Giants at Commanders. Commanders minus four and a half. Commanders sneaky good team. Giants, as we all expected, even when they were six and one, not so good. Uh, let's go to a Carl Douglas first. Carl has the Commanders. Yep, Commanders. All right. Uh, let's go to Chris Gronkowski. Uh, Chris Gronkowski. Chris, who you taking? I'm taking. I'm taking points here. So you're taking the What's Giants. So Mojo yeah. has the Commanders. Conference game, I'll take points. Uh, let's go to uh, K-Funk. K-Funk, who are you going with? Yeah, I mean, records go out the window within these two plans, so four and a half is a lot. I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Chris on this one. I'm going to take like, uh, Giants. Being root all of a sudden. I mean, <laughs> records go out the window. I think it's the same record. <laughs> when the Giants play the Commanders. Doesn't the matter. go out the window. Do they have the same record? They're both seven, five, and one, I think. Okay, so but throw them out, right? Throw them out. Okay. Throw them out. All right, here we go, Jabba. Uh, heads, Giants, Tails, Commanders. Flip it. Tails. Tails, Commanders. I like that. Uh, Jabba, what'd you make of the uh, promo that, <laughs> that Mojo did for you? Were you good with it? Yeah, it caught me off guard. I didn't know where he was going to go with that. <laughs> very flattering and odd yeah i was like it's one of those things you don't know what to say when somebody's like uh thanks i don't know <laughs> well it, it didn't even it, it didn't even start with promoting anything he's just like i just want to promote java he's such a good guy right but you notice like java was stunned in silence yeah. like that's why i brought java back in i'm like hey java what's going on like he yeah. didn't know what to do with himself <laughs> yeah because it, it could have gone so many different ways with him you just never know right all right, guys. Uh, thank you. We appreciate the time. We got, we got and, a good uh, guest next, next week. week boys. The trial we next got... week, I believe, right? No. We'll figure it out. No? Eli, come week? on. We'll figure oh, it out. Oh, that's right. That's right. We'll figure it out because it's the holidays and we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay? We just know Mojo's going opposite of Chris. That's the only thing yeah. we know. It's going to be a good week. <laughs> All right, boys. See you. We'll talk to you next week.
God bless football. football. See you, boys. God bless football. football. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.